Hello everybody and welcome to the second episode of the Pulse of Dubai podcast. I'm your host Asa Ferreira and today I'm going to be talking to Margaret Herde, my lovely co-host on recent events in Dubai from the luxury industry and also covering the importance of branding in this space. Welcome to the Pulse of Dubai, a podcast from the heart of UAE. Whether you're a tourist, an entrepreneur, a working professional, or a business owner in Dubai, you're sure to pick up tidbits of actionable advice when you tune in. As always, a great pleasure to be on the air with you, Elsa, and I hope you guys enjoy our content. So for those of you who tuned in, the last episode was to give you an insight on my business journey in Dubai. And today's episode will give you cognizance on the luxury industry in Dubai through Margaret's journey here. A little bit about Margaret. She is a valued member of Forbes Council and the Dubai Business Women Council. She has nearly two decades of experience in brand management and development and a particular interest in personal branding. She is the founder and managing director of Embar Group and her experience entails more than 30 luxury brands, several high-profile individuals, serial entrepreneurs, successful politicians, all together with first-row celebrities like Kendall Jenner, Sophia Robot, all in establishing their positive branding and communication. Wow, what the intro. Also, I feel lots of pressure for this episode. <laughs> I hope I can manage properly. I'm sure you'll do just fine. So, Margaret, fill us in on some of the recent industry highlights in Dubai. So, I must say the Ramadan time was, as always, beautiful. And at the same time, full of the Suhoor events by luxury brands, which was very unusual. And for those who are not familiar with the Uh, this description is just second meal during our holy month of Ramadan. A uh, number of the events actually across Dubai, I, I think it generates right now around 30, 40 um, events weekly. And there is lots of going on in my industry as luxury brands presenting their capsule collections. Also, we had a few openings of the new spots across the city, all together with the blockchain and innovation conferences. And the last weeks, I can definitely highlight the future innovation submit and where few of my clients attend as a speakers. ATM was massive and very successful and definitely the top CEO conference. Wow, that's quite eventful. So Margaret, you and I have been in Dubai for pretty much the same amount of time and known each other since. So once you reached Dubai, what was it that made you think this was the right place for you to set up your business? Um, so let me give you a little bit insight of my journey. I started my career 10 years ago and before I moved here, I was based in London. I started with the PR communication and over the years it evolved to more complex consulting advisory service that linked to many of my projects uh, in Dubai. So I was visiting the city every two, three months Um Dubai was always very critical location for my business. Our clients from Europe value our presence, expertise in the GC region. On the other hand, my local clients here value my experience and portfolio from European market. So my time here made me realize that, you know, a whole country has so much to offer for the entrepreneurs. And it's an emerging market, which is growing with the prediction of doubling the population the next 20 years. So, well, guys, big opportunities are here. Right. And if you just take a look around, there's always so much new innovation, so much that's always in progress. Given how dynamic the city is, 
were there challenges that you faced along the way? Oh, yes, indeed. You know, I moved here from UK and um, I decided also to open my company in the mainland. And uh, this is my character uh, to do all the paperwork by myself to understand and learn how the system works. What I can say was challenging experience, uh, to say the least, but no regrets. I get that. And when you're new to a city, this can all seem daunting. So how did you go about establishing a network once you got here? That's a very good one. Um, network is something which I built over the years. Uh, the truth is that the several of my contacts were actually uh, my active business partners. I have known for many years and suddenly we all met in Dubai. I have always believed, you know, in the networking and the truth is that, you know, sometimes you really need to wait uh, for the right opportunity with the particular contact and something uh, which I learned and I'm practiced when it comes to networking, guys, always quality, never quantity. I couldn't agree more. And considering your expertise in this field, what would your views be on how Dubai was established as a brand? Um, so Dubai brand was built uh, over the years about, you know, innovation, the creativity, the luxury, of course, and experience. The New World Wealth Index said that uh, Dubai is the main luxury hub in the Middle East. You could say that luxury industry has definitely the strongest presence when it comes to the hospitality, fashion industry, uh, jewelry and beauty sector. In my opinion, um, I can say Dubai is on the way to become uh, the luxury hub. However, at the same time, we need to remember that it's still an emerging market and the audience, they should be more educated and they should have more appreciation when it comes to the heritage, um, the design, not only the big logos. Makes sense. That being said, how important is Dubai as the geographic location for the luxury brands? Mm, that's a very important one uh, as Dubai has strategic position and attract the buyers from the other Middle East countries along with the Asia and the Africa. Even though Dubai is a relatively young city, it has gained the trust and admiration of the top luxury brands, you know, due to the unique setup and the access to the new wealth audience. And that's why, you know, um, end of the last year, we could see the uh, Chanel fashion show, Armani fashion show, a very unique event uh, from the Hermes. Um, so it's actually definitely the, uh, the signal that they are on the right track. Interesting. So what would your opinion on luxury brands and their marketing and PR approach in the region be? Um, I would say it's very much dedicated to the GC region as the customers tend to be disloyal. They have different ways of shopping. So the brands need to put more effort um, to get, you know, their attention. As we all know, the majority of the luxury brands that are coming from Europe and with the great heritage and story behind their success, which still play a significant role for their present time. Um, so in this respect, the GC clients are sometimes, you know, they have a different way when it comes to brand awareness and the appreciation of the brand value. 
And in terms of brand locations, uh, so it seems as though majority of the retail sector is mainly located in malls here, which is unusual for luxury brands, right? How does the location overall influence shopping experiences? Um, so yeah, due to the weather, malls are the only solution. And when we think about it, it doesn't really feel sophisticated. Even we have some great ones like Dubai Mall or Mall of Emirates. I would say it's a challenging part for the brands because it definitely um, affects you know, the customer experience. However, I'm pleased to see the more outdoor concepts like Asarkal all together with the pop-ups, uh, which also brands start expanding across luxury hospitality, like locations like Seoul or Namos. Right. And for a brand looking to launch in Dubai with the market and resources that are available and the whole ecosystem that's curated by the government, would it be right to say that the journey is relatively straightforward or would that be oversimplifying it? As Dubai is an emerging market, I can observe several well-established brands and several great startups, uh, fantastic potential. On the other hand, we have many brands, I would say, without, unfortunately, chance to, for survival. So with my work, I'm sometimes, you know, in the position to be a bad guy, uh, which I'm providing the, my honest and professional feedback. Mm, I truly believe, you know, the existing brand owners or those who are actually planning maybe to establish their brand, they should definitely invest in education and how to establish and manage the luxury brands. Yeah, I get that. What would your advice for those who plan to set up or launch a luxury brand in Dubai be? Um, depending definitely on the experience of the person, the starting points may vary. Dubai opens great opportunities for the GC region and also became like the window for the global market. However, it's always requests, you know, the more proper market research, define the objectives and, uh, you know, create a very unique product or the service. Do not try to copy, you know, existing ideas as the market always verify this very quickly. I would say no matter what is your idea, the sustainability is a must. Um, it's also very important to invest in the team and estimate your budget accurately. Uh, definitely, I will suggest the consultant who can guide you through the whole process. And uh, please remember, you know, we're living in the digital marketing era. And the virtual world sometimes, you know, create very misleading image of the reality. And this definitely can affect people's perception. So don't, um, I would say, don't rely on the shortcuts provided by social media. As um, establishing luxury brands is a very long and challenging journey, you know, so just be prepared for it. Right. Education on the market, competitors and audience should always be of utmost importance. That brings me to my next question. Is education in the luxury industry big in Dubai? It's now starting to be. Uh, there are courses available in the brand marketing, luxury brand management, fashion and the art. And, um, you know, over the years, I lectured at the UK universities like London um, and Regent University, Instituto Marangoni, which I'm happy to announce that they're opening their campus on September this year, London College of Arts. And since I moved to Dubai, I've been actively involved in the education sector in the UAE. 
I'm also very excited, you know, to share that we're launching Ember Academy with the short courses, with the market experts as the tutors, and you are one of them. That's awesome. Big congratulations. And I'm very excited to be a part of this. Would you like to share a little information on Ember Academy? Uh, with a pleasure. Um, so over the years working, you know, with the education sector, um, I felt like there is a space on the market for the format where the actually the tutors coming from different industries, they share their expertise, their knowledge, which is um, based on their uh, professional achievements, not only the academic background. And over the years, also, I built a strong network, which allowed me to invite market experts, uh, which are from different parts of the world, to curate professional courses and be part of Ember Academy. That's absolutely brilliant. Will these courses be available online? Uh, yes, we're going to have the online and offline formats. Uh, so the online, which will allow students, you know, to actually join us from all around the world. And um, we're going to have also individual courses and the consultation. The physical courses will be um, in Dubai, in Dubai Polo Club. Uh, we're going to have two formats, the professional, which cover the luxury business um, brand management, the personal branding, how to create your personal image. We're going to have the protocol and the etiquette all together with the digital marketing by you. And on the other hand, we have the lifestyle courses, um, those like finishing school for the youngers, afternoon tea course uh, with the social etiquette. So all the academy details are now online. Just simply go to our website, uh, embaracademy.com. Can't wait, Margaret. It is truly impressive everything you've done in this space. You are an expert in branding and managing profiles of high net worth individuals and public figures. So how would you say people value branding in the GCC region? Oh, that's a very important question. And I'm afraid we might not have that much time today uh, to cover this topic fully. But let me just go to in for the highlights. So several of my clients are public figures and business profiles, people who truly understand and the value of personal branding. I would say it's um, all about the awareness. Branding is credibility. And today's world, we pay for branding and the trademark. So the building the brand is a journey, not a destination. I would say overall, like for the people, the Perception is definitely higher when it comes to value, you know, the goods or the service. Uh, but our personal brand plays extremely important role when it comes to your, you know, personal career, the business, or if you are in the politics. Uh, social media, you know, all together with a digital presence are a big game changer when it comes to branding. Um, definitely the same time, very powerful tool which can leave or damage credibility over the night. Right. Do you have an example of the importance of brand value for people who are getting into this space? So depends if you we're talking about the personal branding or you're planning basically to launch your brand. Um, there are few elements which you definitely need to consider. And one of them is investment. Just to give you the example for those who are actually launching luxury business and they will value their product or the service uh, with the starting price of 15, 20,000 dirhams. But for the logo and the website, they're just willing to spend 
10,000 dirhams and maybe monthly social media service like 5,000 dirhams, we definitely need to educate this client. I always ask my clients, you know, what is your brand value and how much actually people are willing to pay for your trademark? Imagine when people like entering the brand like Hermes to buy the Birkin bag, I don't think they really question the price. That's true. And investment in both professional and personal branding is integral to a brand success. I very often see clients focus into just looking at generating sales. But if no one understands your brand or no one understands you as a brand, you're really leaving very little scope to generate your sale. Exactly. And, you know, in today's world, we pay for the brand names and the trademark and look into the luxury brands. They actually spend millions, you know, for our experience, uh, you know, when you're going to their events, you're going to their boutiques, perhaps they are actually everywhere. And really, they blow our mind, you know, with this entire experience. So then we can really feel the value when you're purchasing their product or you are part of their service. It's like experience. So individuals launching in the luxury industry need to look at the brand building as a journey. Again, I always repeat the same. It's not a destination because it really plays extremely important role when it comes to your personal image, the career, the business. And again, the politics the same. Agreed. And how do you go about personal branding for your clients? Um, so it's very depending on the client's profile. So we need to dig deeper, you know, to understand uh, his or her professional journey and objectives. Sometimes clients might need rebranding and then we start the process from the scratch. Uh, I would say the biggest uh, challenge is the human factor which is hard to predict and sometimes emotions can take a lead, unfortunately. So the sentence which I always share with my clients during our first meeting, they need to really understand that the way you see yourself, it's only, let's say, 40-50% accurate how others actually see you. And a part of it, when it comes to the media, social media, we need to definitely accept the fact that we might lose the control over, you know, unpleasant content, which for many people is very difficult actually to face. In our region, we are fortunate, I would say, that our media are regulated, so we see less controversial publicity compared to Europe or US. So it's, again, it's a journey, but for many it's a must, and I would say it's the only way to really build credibility for your business or public role. So talking about journeys and individuals, in your opinion, is the luxury business dominated by any one gender, male or female? Uh, That's a good one. Uh, So the fashion luxury business has always been male dominate when the clientele being more like female dominate. Uh, But I think the long term goal um, for this industry overall is definitely to support and promote the gender equality. And um, it's something that also we can observe and UE government strategy that actually they establish certain programs. We have this fantastic UN Women Initiative for the Emiratis and expats, female business owners. So I think we are on the right track. Um, there is still a lot to do and people definitely are more aware. Like you also, me, myself, you know, we are women and we know this um, equal pay is a big topic. 
which we all working very hard to be in the right uh, payroll uh, as a men are. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a journey. Yeah. And it's great to see initiatives dedicated to support women businesses and business owners through, you know, government regulations, legal aspects, and just providing platforms for networking. Uh, so here's the looking forward. And that brings me to my last question. Margaret, what is the next big thing that you're looking forward to? So also, of course, it's my Ember Academy baby, which I'm going to dedicate the full attention. It's a big project and uh, yeah, looking forward to see how it grows. Yeah, that's something I'm excited about too. So everyone, that brings us to the end of this episode. It was lovely catching up, Margaret, and a big thank you to everyone who's listening. Thank you, Osa. It's always a pleasure, guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We are here for you from Dubai. So please uh, put the comments, send us direct messages about the topics you want us to explore, maybe some insights about Dubai entrepreneurship and uh, hope to see you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Pulse of Dubai with your hosts, Asa and Margaret. If you aren't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can visit us on thepodcast.ae and follow us on social media. See you next time.